and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie podcast. I'm April Atmansky, and I'm here today with... Ow! Justin DeClue, I'm howling mad Cunningham. Oh, I wanted to do the the howl. You didn't. When, when you started the intro, me and Colin looked at us and we were like, she didn't do it. I guess oh, it's, it's ours now. Yeah, somebody's got to. So if, in case you haven't noticed, um, we're doing wolves this week. Uh, specifically, werewolves. Yeah. Yeah, because... Uh, my favorite monster? Nah, probably not, but they're cool. There's they're so cool. many movies, particularly bad movies, B-movies, about werewolves. Why is that? Why is that? Yeah, yeah, I wonder. It's like you feel like that would take the most effort. You've got to build like you know mm. costume and do hair. you or do you just need a mask <laughs> or just a fursuit <laughs> or uh, just horrible, horrible CGI? I think that there's like the duality of the man and the wolf <laughs> that people actually like, but none of these movies capture that idea at all. No, like, not really. oh, I'm the real enemy and it's within me. Yeah. Unless they're like transforming into a werewolf to be like a badass cop, aka Wolf Cop. Uh no, not Wolf Cop. The original Wolf Cop, which was Mario Van Peebles in uh, Full Eclipse. What? You ever seen that movie? Yeah. No. He grows like Wolverine claws. What? Yeah, it's a Anthony Hickox film, the director of Waxworks and Waxworks. Two, Lost in Time, and also Hellraiser 3. Whoa. Anyway, it's a DTV film. But that's not what we watched today. We watched... We watched uh, Len Cabazinski's Curse of the Wolf, um, which is a movie from... <laughs> uh, I think it's 2004. Don't quote me on that. I think it's 2006. 2006. Okay. Uh, yeah. So this is your classic uh, werewolf movie, mm. but it's kind of also a martial arts movie, and it also has a badass... Um, gang of bounty hunters it's got everything yeah. really so who is this director april because i had actually never heard about him when you said hey let's watch curse of the wolf so we only heard about lane kabazinski as most p- people probably did from red letter media and he does a lot of uh monster movies uh so he's like got a werewolf movie he's got a vampire movie he's got a zombie movie and uh, he also is a martial artist himself i think he has like two black belts or something at least uh, uh yeah so he always incorporates like um, cool fight scenes, uh, martial arts stuff in his movies. And it's very, very low budget. Um, I believe it's all shot on video. Most mm. of them can... <laughs> you t- believe? Most of them contain- I don't know if I can tell if this is film or I video. Have, I haven't seen some of his new I movies. I think this was VistaVision. His new movies actually look pretty good. I looked at some trailers for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, he's been advertising a lot lately that he's working with Leo Fong. Um, From Low Blow. Low Blow himself and many other movies, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Um, but uh, as far as I can tell, he works with like the same stable of actors a lot. And it's... It's a very kind of homegrown, like he makes, you know, movies uh, where he lives, which I think is Pennsylvania. I think so. And um, I believe that's what he does for a living. You guys are dodging around why you like his movies, though. Oh, is it because they're packed with action and excitement? Hey. Which they are. Yeah, they are. Yes. No, you like them because <laughs> they look cheap. Well, there's a charm to them. And that he has 10 sound effects <laughs> yeah, and no right. lights. Yeah, well, he actually, I think he has like 14 movies or something. And I've actually only seen two. I've mm. seen this one in Fist of the Vampire. Oh, um, what a great title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they also have like really bad C- CG effects. But mm. I mean, come on. It has no budget. 2006. There's only so much you could do. You, you mm. know, th- this is a kind of movie that like I read up on it online because I didn't know about it. And everybody's like, oh, it's so bad. Like... Mm. He can't light anything and uh, all sorts of stuff like that. Sound and then, issues. Yes, yeah, bad sound <laughs> issues. But then when I watch the movie, like he obviously like really likes this stuff. There's mm-hmm. some like 
clever camera work. Uh, the editing is usually maybe like a second too slow, but yeah. he's trying. And the fact that it's packed with fight scenes that are um, fairly repetitive. But they're but shot okay. okay. But not incompetent. Yeah. And it's yeah. like the, the people obviously know what they're doing. Yes. Like everybody is very competent. The uh, I was surprised at kind of how well edited and shot mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. they were. Uh, this movie has a giant cast. Like, there's oh, yeah. so many actors. <laughs> just... I want to say, Len, Len, please. Just five people. That's all you need. Just focus I stuff up a little two bit. Two different gangs. It's like the gang of mercenary. It's like the Jets and the Sharks. Yeah. How, <laughs> what is the plot, Colin? Um, okay, so it starts out, it's basically about this girl, Dakota. She's our protagonist, and she's a, a werewolf. And uh, she's part of, like a, I guess, a werewolf pack. Then she's trying to leave. She's trying to get out of the life, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, they won't let her. So uh, it's basically just like, you know, her on the run. Uh, and she kind of, like, comes across a gang of mercenaries for the mob, she I guess. She runs into them at the bar. And That's then right. they, for some reason, just decide that they want to protect her. Yeah, they take a liking to her. And it's basically just, like, this gang of werewolves versus her and this gang of mercenaries. Mm-hmm. And, and lots of lots of karate fights fight and scenes and boobs lots, lots of, of boobs <laughs> they went and bought those boobs yeah, big yeah. Old fake boobs we yeah. forgot to mention that he, uh, he usually I think always has nudity in his movies and I believe that's it's how he gets uh, money in distri- distribution probably it's like, yeah you're it's, ticking it's, boxes it's, it's violent it's got martial arts and it's got nudity uh, listen yeah. I have the internet I can just type naked <laughs> yeah. boobs into Google and stuff will well, come up the woman well there's two like nude scenes in this but the girl two, the girl who there? plays I think there's well no I let me rephrase that. There's two women who get, oh, naked, get, get naked in this movie. And the April's one that... Like, I count yeah, that as two. Yeah, I, Ivy, she actually is an adult film star. She mm. does softcore pornography, um, which is which is cool. And um, But it's like, she takes this bath scene and it's that's just it for like five minutes. <laughs> and then another character the comes Again, in and is like, I must I just, have been in the bathroom. I don't were, remember this. You were in the bathroom. God damn it, every Call, time. Yeah, uh, this nudity scene happened and Kyle's like, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> And then it's going to take me five minutes. During, it's during the... I, know, I, was like, oh, I feel so sleepy. It's during the Lady Tita song. Oh, yeah. I mean, this this movie has um, rockin' songs. Uh, oh, yeah. There's the, like, like, Curse of the Wolf. Heavy metal. And then there's these weird kind of, like, folk, I guess. How would you explain it? It was like a Tegan and Sarah kind of, like... Um, <laughs> Lady yeah. Tita. And there's more than Lady one. Lady Tita. And well, then, there, was like a, there was, like, a sex scene with, like... I'm a little confused. I'm a little confused. That was really weird. Um, but yeah, I was saying that these are clearly like local bands that he knows that are doing the music, you know, for mm-hmm. either for free or for really cheap. Because, um, but you know, better than stock music or or no music at all. Yeah, there's a little more. That's why I kind of like like this one. There's a little more effort. I mean, we've seen a lot of shit on yes. this. For this podcast. Or, like, people that have no idea what they're doing. Like, yeah, there, there's not, like, a kind of lazy cynicism, I think, to this. Yes. There's there's a level of competence. There's a level of trying. And, mm-hmm. I don't know, that's sort, sort of charming. And the fact, you know, that... Uh, He's made this many movies. There's got to be a market for it. <laughs> or he just, he's just making them. I, he just likes making Banished them. Banished you know? to the uh, 50 movie DVD packs you find at Walmart. <laughs> I think that a lot of his are, are on those, those packs. Yeah, which packs. I think is how Red Letter Media found I believe it one was. Yeah. Chris I mean, this is the kind of movie like, I mean, one of the, uh-huh. the thing that I liked is that he <laughs> is trying that hard. And uh-huh. I'll think of like, someone will get their head knocked off and then mm-hmm. it'll cut to a special effect that he obviously shot in his garage <laughs> up against yeah. black. Yeah. And like, 
blood is spurting <laughs> Spraying, from the stump. Yeah. Doesn't quite match, but it's like, oh, you tried. You're trying to give the audience what they want. Yeah, they had some actually decent uh, practical stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. some good kills the and costumes? like some really gory those, kills. Those dollar store werewolf masks. <laughs> yeah, and werewolf claws. I swear there was one of them that looked like a gorilla mask. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, was, listen, we have seven yeah. of, them on, of them on screen. It was just dark. We just got to focus this up. <laughs> but uh, one thing that we haven't mentioned yet, which is really important, is the um, vanity aspect of this movie mm-hmm. um, because Len Kabazinski himself is in the movie and he plays the baddest of the badasses stick. of the stick <laughs> of the mercenary group and he has a sex scene and um, he's just like the coolest. That being said though, um, he's really good at uh, uh, martial arts so it's like yeah, put that in your movie because it looks good, and you know? Yeah, he needs somebody to do it. It might as well just be him. Yeah, like. well, I think his whole, like, school was in it because it said in the credits, like, thank you to the this karate school. Yeah, or it, or maybe it looked, they just it looked like everybody stunts. was pretty competent. Yeah, but like, not all those actors know karate. I, but, I don't know. Or maybe I, they just got, like, it was like fight choreography or whatever. I, yeah, who knows? I feel like Len, if we just, like, took him to the side and we're like, Len... This is all you gotta do, and your movies will be that much better. Mm-hmm. Like vary the angles of your fight scenes a little bit. Yeah, the choreography's yeah. pretty much there, but it's like low, high. Yeah. It's like, yeah. look at this Sammo Hung fight. See how they <laughs> do oh, it. But I feel like there was a lot of scenes had good coverage, and then sometimes there was nowhere near enough coverage. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, it's like I mean, he loves in like dialogue scenes the over-the-shoulder, wide-angle person really close to the frame, person yeah. in the background, yeah, or yeah. just a super tight on their face where you can't even see the top. <laughs> Give us some chin, Len. Give us some chin. (laughs) And the movie is... Uh, way too long. It's an hour and forty. Hour forty five. Yeah, it was kind of these movies. You gotta, you yeah, know, you gotta 80, and he didn't edit minutes. them. It said another name, and I'm like, come on. Yeah, you gotta trim them down. His new movies are 75, 80 minutes. That's about. Like. So that's, that's about okay. the time. It that's needs the to time be. you want so for these types of movies. So he's he's getting better. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, this was made in like you guys said the two thousand six, Yeah. So I mean, that was a while ago. So maybe yeah. he's learned. And he, the fact that he's continually making movies is awesome because yeah. good for him. Sex is that red letter media boost because he did show up on their show, right? A couple times, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's actually come back a few times. And he's funny. He's he's seems yeah, like he's a, funny, he is funny yeah, he's, and he's, he seems like a good sport and a really you know just a, a nice person. Yeah. And it's funny because like you you hear about all these like Hollywood assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Wait, you think he's a Hollywood <laughs> asshole? Like Colin <laughs> good thing, no. good thing. Len <laughs> Curse no. of the Werewolf director <laughs> is not a Hollywood this asshole. That's what I'm saying. Uh, all of these like small timer <laughs> people who are making movies in their backyards. They're able to keep doing it because they're nice and passionate. Yeah, and like yeah. Well, to get, I'm sure he doesn't pay uh, much, if anything. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to say yeah. nothing. Like, uh, the people could, that are in his movies. Yeah, I think he got some funding, but obviously we're we're talking low to no and budget. So like, if they don't like him, they're not going to appear in his mm-hmm. movies. Yeah, to get and the it, people coming back. You can yeah. see, yeah, uh, you can see lots of uh, uh, cast being like. Uh, Farley-ish uh, reoccurring faces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can see uh, uh, some of the same actors like popping up in his later movies. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, uh, too many actors, though. Uh, you got to cut that that down. This is a big cast. I'm, like, I'm very confused of who and like the, the mm. focus of what's going on. It doesn't really matter. No, it was it was getting kind of like yeah, I was getting lost at the end, but it didn't really matter. It was just like all right, whatever. It just kind of devolves into kind of just random action. Um, but you know, <laughs> the good guys win at the end. Do they? Kind do of they? at the end. Um, Actually, no. All our all our people that we come to love end up dying. No, the yeah. lead actor uh, gets killed, and then she wakes up the next morning still alive. 
Yeah, and that's her right. love interest is just there, and they walk off into the sunset. Yeah, they want the love interest who she met in a bar. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She's being chased bathroom by the stall. yeah, she's being chased by the uh, the werewolves and ends up like hiding in a men's bathroom and meets this guy. And uh, well, I mean, where isn't that where you met Col- uh, April? <laughs> She's she hanging being, out in the yeah, men's no, bathroom. No, you yeah. were being chased by it's werewolves. You were the werewolf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so then. Curse of the Werewolf is two. a real life documentary of April and Colin. <laughs> these, these two become the new mercenary group for this guy who owns a bar. Yeah. And that's no, the end. Well, it was, it was Logan. He's dead. So uh, she, she's the new kind of head. No, the old, the old guy lived, didn't he? Logan? Yeah, he did. The old yeah, guy did. He, did he? Yeah, yeah, he's the one who shot her when uh, she attacked him. Oh, that's right. That they're like, don't shoot her, don't shoot her. He's like, I won't shoot her. And then he turns around and he shoots her. He shoots her, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. And then she like pulls the, the newspaper down at the end. Yeah. Not the big reveal I think that um, Len thought it was going to yeah, be. You know, it was good. I like so, it. So yeah. uh, maybe we'll be diving back into the world. I'd like to see one of his uh, newer films. See how yeah. he's evolved. As a- I watched some trailers. They look slicker. Yeah. Still yeah. love that over-the-shoulder the shot. That, uh, we watched another one, didn't we? We watched Fist of the Vampire. Um, I don't remember much about it, <laughs> but I laughing. mean, I remember laughing. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and I mean, I, I laugh with love if, <laughs> I, if Len ever listens to this podcast. Um, I don't know if you said what your favorite thing was, He has a Patreon. Um, uh, yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah. It's for... Uh, for for his new movie yeah just making movies uh, challenge of the five gauntlets or something like that yeah that's yeah. exactly what it's that's, called because i looked it up yeah, yeah that's Kung the Fu leo movie. fong one mm, yeah excited. uh yeah. yeah that should be interesting wait I kinda... I th- did you say something that you liked i thought you did uh did i i don't think i was asked oh. have, we, have we even started that yet yeah i said yeah, i like i like Len. I really? Really? Gone. Yeah. basically i just said len but um there's a certain actor in this movie we also have to talk about. Uh, which one? Um, the lead of the uh, werewolf gang. Oh my god! Yeah, I forget his name, but it's like the the he thinks he's doing Shakespeare. This is like yeah, the kind of yeah. He, he <laughs> really dies. He's really in. he's really chewing the those. The only person uh, those who words. talks like that in the whole movie. Which yeah, is it's really right. funny. He's playing it like he's some uh, like ancient being. You know, he's uh, mm-hmm. uh, he, he got turned into a werewolf like hundreds of years ago. So. <laughs> yeah, it was a choice, but. But uh, yeah, nobody else in the gang is, uh, including the uh, Franklin, uh, the blue, blue meanie, blue meanie, who's like I guess a wrestler <laughs> oh, in WWE. That's your favorite, uh, Colin. Oh yeah, his intro scene. Uh, <laughs> is he like farting? I don't remember. He's yeah, wearing yeah. like a shit stained diaper. <laughs> yeah, that's no, right. he's like he's wearing tidy whiteies that have it's like shit stains. <laughs> well, he's used it as a diaper because he's gone poo in them. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just wait, like, wait, wait. I have, okay, so anything that I wear and I poo in automatically <laughs> becomes a diaper. It's a diaper. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. Paul and Cunningham's number one rule. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Just put a pin in them. Hey, if you throw them out, anything that you... Oh, bro, you shit in your pants. Did I? Did I? Did I? And he pulls a pin out. Shit in my diaper. Yeah. <laughs> you got me there, Cunningham. Anything okay. that I you... I forgot the number one rule. <laughs> anything that you poo in so and throw shit... in the garbage is a diaper. So if you shit in a recycling bin, that's It doesn't it. matter. Diapers that's can be made of anything. Put a pin in it. <laughs> put a safety pin in it. So wait, were you like... Wait, this makes me think that Colin was like a baby in like the 1910s <laughs> wearing cloth diapers with pins in them. Yeah, yeah. Apparently like, some people still use No, it's like baby diapers. Mr. Burns. I had like <laughs> yeah. the, the big swirl lollipop. <laughs> yep. Um, but anyway, that guy who shit in his pants, uh, he's apparently a wrestler in real life. Yeah, Blue Meanie. Cool. I, I, I didn't know that. but Yeah, you know, never you heard can, of him. He's, <laughs> like, he's a big, bigger guy. I'm not so. a big wrestler. Like, you <laughs> you're know, not a big no, wrestler. <laughs> yeah, you're making your way up on the circuit. <laughs> Let me take that again. I know you're in the extreme backyard <laughs> section of, of wrestling right now, but soon like you won't light, have to cut yourself uh, anymore. Extreme. 
extreme wrestling. Uh, yeah, I throw myself off like a, effects league. Yeah, I, like I wrestle in people's backyards and I throw myself off roofs onto like picnic tables and yeah. stuff. It's attack match. <laughs> well, you don't like backyard wrestling? You ever seen it? Uh, it's really like some, scary and sad. Like it showed just, me a video of it once. I've seen clips on YouTube, but it makes me sad on the inside. Yeah, well, they really hurt each other oh, yeah. themselves. Yeah. The thing about wrestling that's fun to watch is that, you know, usually they're professionals and they know how to do this without hurting yeah. each other too this, badly. This is just like, let's just cause each other as much pain, pain as, as possible. I once smashed a um, uh, light tube on someone's back when we were doing like a fake wrestling. Like a fluorescent tube? Yes, That's dangerous. And he was wearing a shirt, but he had a big mark on his back afterwards. Oh. Yeah, that stuff is dangerous. You can't inhale that uh, There's powder There's a video of that somewhere uh, where I play a wrestler at Eyesore Cinema. Oh, on your uh, YouTube channel, probably. Years and probably. years and years and years ago. Yeah. Uh, me and Adam the Riot Sword. I, I see a lot of people do that on YouTube. Like these idiots. <laughs> like with, yeah, Sorry, uh, Grandpa. We're just keep going at it. <laughs> okay, okay. We're having fun. Let's get back to business. What was your favorite thing about this movie? Okay, other than the opening theme song, which I think is... It's, curse it's, of the world! Curse of the world! I was talking earlier about the practical effects, and like, you know, there's some pretty decent kills, and it's pretty gory, and uh, there was one scene where Franklin, the fat blue meanie, uh, he... he Hurtful, Colin. What? <laughs> As opposed to the skinny blue meanie? Well, for society's norms. <laughs> Excuse me. He's a werewolf, man. He's a murderer. This okay, Doesn't matter. Yeah. He's, per- he's coming. Prisoners should vote, says Colin Cunningham. <laughs> Okay, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yeah, all right. So, uh, Gore? Well, he goes on a killing spree uh, in, in this park. You know, he catches uh, Dakota's scent at one point, mm. and then he turns into a werewolf, and then he, he starts killing all these uh, teenage punks in the park, uh, and it's pretty good. They got some really good kills, and, like, you know, some heads come off, and, like, uh, disembowelings and all that sort of all shit. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. Anything you want, and it's like, yeah, okay, cool. It's like they have nothing to do with the plot or anything like that doesn't matter just a good scene i also wanted to say the acting is quote unquote really really bad but it's really good like it's it's entertaining committed it's varying levels of of awkward performances Mm -hmm. but it makes it really entertaining to watch and i honestly think the best actor in it is len I think I think he's selling he's, it. The he's most. got some cool quips. You yeah, know what well, I mean? He gave himself all the best lines. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm the director, writer, and star. It's true. I mean, we talked about the crazy Shakespearean guy who's like, Dakota, you must come back to the pack. <laughs> yeah. And join Shakespeare? Us. I know, no, but like, no, like, but like it's just compared Romeo to Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> he was he was <laughs> making a meal of that those those words. Yeah. But I mean, then there's like that old couple at the beginning that was again the, the, it, it was like a cartoony performance but it's it's always fun and also Dakota herself doing her best but um <laughs> yeah God bless her um the, <laughs> the one bad thing about this movie is that the quality is not the best Ooh, the video quality, quality yeah I mean this is 2007 they probably shot on the mini DV camera that I had at home but yeah. I, I, it looks much worse than that it I pro- mean like probably a, the transfer and like yeah. when it got put the DVD they probably did like an auto convert to like MPEG 2 it's so it's possible, blocky and it's so dark we watched it on uh, YouTube April and I but it was from the official 
uh, well, it's it, it's website? on an official no. site. Kings of Horror, which yeah. also carries Teddy Bomb. Uh, what <laughs> they did really? Oh. For, yeah, not uh, they did not get my permission for this one. But, oh. oh, so it's not necessarily legit. If no, it's it Kings is because horror? the person who had the rights to the movie I directed, Teddy Bomb, sold it to them without oh, my permission. God's oh. sake! And now I'm a millionaire. No, that's a lie. I saw zero dollars. Oh, it. fantastic! Well, River Beast is also on that channel. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, I word on the street is that uh, Curse of the Wolf is on Amazon. On Prime in the U.S. Oh, watch it there because then yeah. Len will get money. If it yeah. is any consolation to you, Justin, <laughs> April and I both enjoyed Teddy Bomb when we watched it for free on YouTube. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we saw that shit in the theater. Yeah, yeah where it's right. meant to be seen. <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> I can't believe you got those uh, cameras for. Uh, I know, yeah, <laughs> on film around. too. It's amazing. Did you borrow them from Christopher, Christopher Nolan? Nolan? We stole them after we finished Dunkirk <laughs> by Teddy Bomb at www.teddybomb.com <laughs> on Blu-ray. Just, not t- this is ten t- commentary tracks. This, this, uh, ten. Pod- <laughs> this podcast does not exist for you to shill your wares. Uh, that's sir. exactly why it exists. Oh, no such so- thing as a bad movie directed by Justin the Clue. This was all yeah. a ruse. Yeah. yeah, the long con. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Speaking of long cons. <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm struggling for a transitional point <laughs> the here. The longest con of all. Uh, an, the um, An American Werewolf series. Oh yes, it's a series now. Yeah, yeah it it's is. two movies. Well, they're doing a remake of the first one. Yeah, directed by Max Landis. Well, well, we'll see. If, we'll, we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me just say that he the new movie he just made that he wrote has been made. And really? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so he's still in the biz. Did, okay. he, did, he, did he change his name? Um, yeah, to uh, Brett Landis. <laughs> <laughs> I am unrelated to the uh, Max that you speak of. All right, American Wolf in London. Max Do you Ratner. like it? Guys, uh, uh, I haven't seen that since I was in high school, and uh, I remember like thinking it was fine. I wasn't like crazy about it, though. You know, like some yeah, people I, I I quite enjoyed it. Uh, it. Again, it's not like you know, it's I guess it's a classic. It has some great uh, scenes and sequences. Um, not something I've rewatched a lot over the years, or that I'm like really, really passionate about. But both of you are very passionate about American Werewolf in Paris. Oh, how can you not? It I just like, realized: is that a joke on an, an American, American in, in Paris? No, an American in Paris, yeah. which is, yes. I believe, a musical, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah well, Gene that's Kelly. hilarious because this whole movie uh, is one Academy big joke. Award-winning musical in American in Paris. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think it won Best Picture, didn't it? You know what didn't win Best Picture? Uh, American Werewolf in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Best Visual I mean, Effects. Nominated for Best Visual Effects. <laughs> so, no, that is a lie. For people that don't know what this movie is, it came out in 1997. It's a sequel to the John Landis original, mm-hmm. which came out in 8081. Something like that, yeah. And uh, it's only famous <laughs> for having terrible visual effects. Yeah, now let me go back in time to, I think probably in 1996. Uh, so every year there's a, there's a computer graphics. Wait, wait, wait. Let, me set, let me set the scene. So we're transitioning to Colin, sitting in his office. <laughs> Um, <laughs> never knock on wood. Listen to the boss tones. Yes, ska cap on. And I've got, I've got the uh, I've got the leather tie with the piano keys. Leather <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing my my little pork pie hat. You're drinking your high C ecto cooler, I guess, because that's still around. You're dunking your fruit by the foot, and you got like the bubble oh, gum. Fruit, <laughs> Wait, did I show you foot. pictures of my office <laughs> and bubble tape? This is crazy. Tape. That's uh-huh. what it's called. That still exists. Oh yeah, yeah, probably. Okay, so yeah, around. that was a big. And he's slamming pogs. Oh yeah. Oh, I miss pogs. Grasshopper. He catches the metal slammers and he gets oh, to go again. I'm tearing All up. Right. You're bringing me right back. <laughs> <laughs> Just reliving the good times. It's like um, uh, um, you know, uh, in search of lost time. All right. So what, what happened? What happened? Well, basically. 
basically there's a computer con- uh, computer graphics conference that happens every year. It's called CGRAF, and uh, it's basically the entire vi- visual effects and c- computer graphics industry go to this thing. It's usually you know uh, they- I'm guessing it stands for computer graphics. <laughs> yeah, it's something like something something graphics. <laughs> so whatever, who cares? But it's basically like all the big effects companies go every year. Uh, it's, it rotates, you know, sometimes it's at the LA Convention Center. Uh, I've been to it when it was in New Orleans, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but you know, uh, all the big effects companies and all the big computer graphics companies like say, uh, uh, Maya or Alias Wayfront, uh, <laughs> ILM, yeah. will all have booths on the floor. Yeah, it was Santa Barbara Studios did the visual effects for this. And uh, so I remember walking around the floor at the time and you'd go by all the 3D packages that would have their demo reels of all the you know new effects that are... Uh, their software's being used for. And so did they, you have like, you're in your section and you're like, look at Spawn. And we'd like look walk at his by. cape. And it was like, whoa, here there's like the American werewolf in Paris. They're playing like the trailer and like some of the VFX shots from it. And, uh, you know, everyone would be gathered around looking at the... And you like start the 60 millimeter projector. <laughs> no, it was just on a TV. It was like on VHS or something. VHS. And at the time, I remember this looked terrible mm. and everybody why did it look terrible it's just we weren't there yet and yeah. like this was one of the first movies i think uh to use like cg hair mm. like for um and also you know one of the the werewolf comes out of the water at one point and it's shaking all this water off and stuff like that um it just looks really bad and we weren't there at the time as but far as cg hair goes just like stop motion it's aged like a fine wine oh, it's just it. it's just terrible but like you think about this is 1997 this came out four years after jurassic park oh my god and it isn't just the hair it's just everything about these creatures is horrible it's not just the creatures the whole movie is yeah. full of bad <laughs> cgi the bungee jumping scenes wait what, yeah. what's the plot of the movie april uh, oh, okay. It's kind of funny because uh, it's kind of like two movies. It starts off as this like sex comedy kind of about these three bros who are a Euro go- trip. If yeah, you they're will. going a Euro trip. They're going to Paris to get laid, and the first stop, the Eiffel Tower, to go bungee jumping. Which is because because it's the nineties, so they're also extreme into extreme sports. When was the last time that you saw characters that were this unlikable, <laughs> like as the protagonist? Oh, yeah, it's of been a long time. Bi- it's like- Bi- Biodome? Yeah. <laughs> Not one of them. Uh, what's yeah. going on, bro? Oh, I was just hoping they all fell off and died. Yeah, so he meets <laughs> um, the before sunset lady. Julie Delpy. Uh, yeah, and she jumps off the CN Tower. Big and- trailer <laughs> no, moment. It's the, 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 the CN whatever, Tower. The Eiffel we're Tower. Going, we're going on a Euro trip to Toronto, Canada. That'd be funny. Sign it's like up. they jump off the Eiffel Tower and all of a sudden it's just the, <laughs> the CN Tower. Tower. It's yeah. like, wait a minute, did he shoot this It in looked Toronto? like it exploded in the trailer, but they just jump off of it. Uh, yeah. Resident Evil Apocalypse. Uh, oh reference. God! So he bungee jumps off and saves her, and then it's about him trying to bang her. Um, and then there's <laughs> these like wacky hijinks that happen. Oh, how wacky is this film? It is obnoxious. The yeah. level of wackiness. Even when it gets more serious, it's still like they're always making jokes, and there's this like cartoony music. Yeah, and it's, it's real the- Guardians of the Galaxy too, oh, right, guys? No, the only no, thing it's missing no. is like sound effects. You know, I like, mean, the music is there. I don't know. If <laughs> yeah. the, oh, it certainly yeah. is. It's like it's so there. It's like drowning everything else out. I don't know if it was just the mix, uh, but it was so bombastic. Everything. In and of itself. It's like. Da, da, ba, 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 
yeah, oh, yeah. and it's like nothing. It just doesn't stop. It's, it's like there's endless. No, there's no yeah. quiet moments in this movie. That's there's, the issue. There's a moment where the um, protagonist of the movie, played by Tom Everett Scott, mm-hmm. who was also seen in April. That thing you do. <gasps> you, you doing do that, that thing you do. Okay, you're all t- I've never seen that movie. Breaks my heart into a million pieces. I can't believe I remember <laughs> oh that. Oh my God. I haven't you got to take this show on the road. Yeah, he plays the main guy. He gets bit by a werewolf and he transforms into a werewolf. And there's this sequence where he's like reacting to his powers like he's Spider-Man. And it was so yeah. obnoxious. Oh God! We were like, oh God! But the, the scene in the restaurant is yeah. what you're talking about, yeah. Because there's like a couple of scenes, and he's like sniffing girls' butts, and <laughs> yeah, he's turning, they really they went like he's the, the cat real Rob Schneider the animal. <laughs> no, they went like the Catwoman route, where he's like a human acting like a dog. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's like, that kind that of vibe, except is? it's all shot in like super wide angle lenses, like just pushed right up to people's faces. It's I just, think the comparisons we made was like Son of Mask. <laughs> Right. And like a bit of Terry Gilliam in there. Yeah, there Terry are... Gilliam, like 12 Monkeys. But I don't yeah. want to say Son of Mass too, to- uh, too many times because it's like Candyman. Oh, Jamie man. Kennedy was <laughs> bursting through the window. Oh, God. Just watch Son of Mass. His friend looked like Jamie Kennedy. I know it wasn't him. It was the guy from Rat Race, but he had a whole Jamie Kennedy thing. Like you say the guy from Rat Race, like people are like, mm, yes, oh, the Rat guy Race. From Rat Race. Try and figure out who is a. I think you'll be John pleasantly Lovitz. surprised. Wait, was a Rat Race like that? It's a mad, 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 yeah. mad world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a, a better remake. version. It's a remake. Like, it's a gooding and like uh, yeah, uh, John Cleese. John Cleese. Bean, but he's not Mr. Bean. Dave Thomas. Uh, Wayne, Dave Thomas Wayne was in Rat Race. Knight. Yeah, he played the butler. Um, Wayne Knight was Whoopi Goldberg in it. Yeah, Whoopi. Goldberg. I just made that up. Uh, I didn't know she was. Uh, yeah, she's, <laughs> it was the last film directed by Jim Abrams, the oh, director really? of uh, Hot Shots One and Two. Oh my god! And uh, he worked on all the Zaz movies. Yeah, let's have a moment of silence. He was the A in Zaz. <laughs> yeah, he was. Which one of them is like the some crazy right wing? <sighs> David Zucker. Oh, okay. yeah. Jerry Zucker is the the one who directed Ghost. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the legitimate ones. Uh, and yep, and the Farley brothers now have an Oscar. So that's where we uh, are with our just one comedy of duos. But Did you see? <laughs> Sorry, what? He brought up the Farrelly brothers. I was laughing because uh, they, who, which one directed it? Was it Peter? Uh, Peter Farley directed. Uh, directed yeah. Green Book, and I guess like he knew like the Oscars were coming up, so he had to do his like uh, apology uh, round tour. Yes, apology so, tour. So uh, you know, in case it came out, you know, after the fact that he used to whip his dick out on set. Uh, on no. his movies, yeah, this was in I think Variety or something. Wait, wait, wait! One of the Farley brothers did this. Yes, so Fair- Farley. Farley. Was, was, Farley, get away from me! He was known on set as Joker. He would just like whip uh, his dick out of his pants and like put it on people's shoulders. And, oh like, wow, that's people. hilarious! The person in power is putting their dick on your shoulder. Yeah, and so, you can't do anything. Yeah, and he did like Cameron Diaz and all this sort of stuff. He so did he, it to women. Yeah, so he had to apologize. Wow. Before the Oscars, I didn't see that. Yeah, it was like he was sort of getting ahead of the story in case uh, it yeah. came out. Well, that's so like, whatever. The podcast, down. And sorry. Now, he now he's a, got an Oscar. Uh, don't worry, I could turn things around because uh, <laughs> I'm walking on the sun. Speaking of Rat Race, which ends at a Smash Mouth concert. Does it really? Oh yeah. You didn't know Rat Race? Yeah. Rat Race ends with everybody crashing on on the stage of Smash Mouth. And then they say, you raised all the money. No, no, no. They yeah. donate their money to charity. Yeah. Because they have to Smash Bros. is doing a charity concert. Yeah. Oh, no. Smash Bros. at the, this time, I assume the biggest band in the world was their Mystery Men money and their yeah. Shrek money. Oh, they no. Were, they probably were at one point. American the Werewolf in, the world. in Paris money. <laughs> yeah. 
So they're on the soundtrack. This movie, and uh, this is going to have to be my favorite thing, is the soundtrack. You're stealing it from me. Sorry, I'm going for it. Um, This has such a good, like, 90s alternative soundtrack. Does it? Because it all kind of sounds the same. No. It's certainly dated. There's the the metal songs. There's the more kind of, like, alternative songs. There's the smash. So there's pop. There's the smash. There's smash. There has a Bush song. Anybody could make, like, a. You know how, like, in Maximum Overdrive, <laughs> that Stephen King did an all ACDC? He could like do an all, all Smash Mouth, but it would be, like, it's original just, songs. I was going to say, or it's just covers of All Star and Walking on the Sun. No, the they should do like, that. Do they have other songs? And what movie like should it be? It's like the reggae version. It should of- be, like, the Guy Fieri biopic, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and all Smash Mouth soundtrack. Oh, man. Yeah, and the guy from Smash Mouth plays mm. Guy Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're friends in real life. I saw saw a picture of them on Twitter. They look identical. Didn't you guys read the article about the guy that did a Twitter like (laughs) joke post that he's like, if I get enough likes, Smash Mouth will eat like fifty eggs for charity, and then he did. (laughs) And then they did. Yeah, and it's like a big event that happened, and the guy was like, it was so sad, like. It was just the lead singer of Smash Mouth putting like <laughs> hard boiled eggs. Egg. Oh mouth. no! And it was just too many of them. What uh, that guy, the lead singer, would always get in fights with people on Twitter. Like anytime yeah, somebody, I don't know if they just like searches his name or mm-hmm. Smash Mouth, or whatever. Like anybody slams uh, Smash Mouth or anything, he is right there to like argue. He with has them. like a Google alert. It's like, like we were number you. one. We were number one. We had like three number one songs and blah blah blah. What have you done, bro? Hey, I think the good no, thing about the guy from Smash Mouth is that he always kind of looked lame. <laughs> like, yeah, in, like, he's like the guy at a bro party. Uh, don't, yeah, don't want never, to hang like, out kind of balding. Where, his where, hair is gelled up, so you don't see his widow's It's feet. always it's always dyed, and he's yeah. wearing those like uh, the sunglasses, ch- the, the checkered vans, yeah. and shirts just, with flames on them. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. like Guy Fieri, <laughs> just like Guy Fieri. <laughs> and that was like 2001, and he's still dressed. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell it's a like story? Shirts. Yeah, is it like a secret Smash Mouth? Did you Smash Mouth story? So like, I remember I. I mean, Smash Mouth stories are great on Smash. I can't remember. What it was like 1999 or 2000, whenever their first album came out. Yeah. The first album was like, Fush You Man or whatever. You're like, I gotta get it on vinyl. No, I went to the store, I went to HMV and I bought it. I bought the CD and I'm like, uh, wow, that song, like Walking on the Sun, that's gotta be awesome. All the other songs have to be awesome on this album. So I bought it like sight unseen. I didn't even on like cassette, I assume. No, no, on CD. Okay. And I brought it back to work and then I started listening to it and I, I just. I just realized, like, I've made a terrible mistake. I assume it's like that scene in The Sixth Sense where the guy's watching the videotape. He's, like, <laughs> smiling because he hears, like, walking on the sun. And as the rest of the record plays, his, like, face is just falling. Yes. Someone should do a YouTube edit of that. <laughs> and you just hear the sun, like, <laughs> I started, made the worst mistake. Hey. And I'm like, I can't bring this back to HMV and ask for a refund. Hey, man, I bought a new Radical CD <laughs> in the 90s, so we all make mistakes. <laughs> Who's New Radicals? They did dun, the, um, dun, don't wait, give uh, up, you gotta get what wait, you I was, give. Uh, wait, who sang that song, uh, Bloodhound Gang? Because I know, oh no, my God. That's the, that's the, the band, the, oh. the, blood, the Bloodhound Gang. Oh, is it? The song is called The Bad Touch. Yeah, I had that. <laughs> Tape. Oh God that Almighty! Tape. I don't know what tape it was, but it had that song on it. Speaking of the Farrelly Brothers, Smash Mouth did a song on the "Me Myself and Irene" soundtrack. Did they? That what wasn't was that. It, it Walking on the Sun no, no. or All Star? It was. A, it was a no, cover. It's the Neil Diamond one that they do. 
It was a and cover. And then I saw her face. Now oh, I'm, that's a what it was. That's now not, I'm a believer. And now I'm a believer. Yeah, I think that's, that's from Shrek. That's not the one that I'm talking about, but okay. that song was in Shrek. Uh, right. I'm a believer. No, there's a song that's like, we're going back. Jack, do it again. Oh, yeah. Smash me around and round. It's a cover of somebody who's an actual artist. How did Smash Mouth an actual artist? Yeah. As opposed to a Smash Mouth. A ghost? Wait, um, is what? How did Smash Mouth become like the go to cover guy? Because they can't do their own flavor to this music. It's true. They have a very distinctive sound. The flavor town, if you will. It's like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, California ska pop or whatever. (laughs) Ska pop. (laughs) Real big fish. Yeah, it was. was basketball. Scottish. That's not what ska means. Scottish. (laughs) Scottish. Oh, oh wait, man. someone Scottish is coming. Hello, hello. <laughs> Bob Hoskins. All right, wait. I have to pick something that uh, I oh, liked man. about American Werewolf. We're, we're in just Paris. skimming over this. We're not even talking Guys, about this. Guys, I actually really liked this movie. Uh, it was obnoxious, but whoa, it was whoa, funny. What is this twist? It was really funny, and I, I, it's a, it's. I feel like it's an undiscovered bad movie classic. No. Were you watching it? Because like, yes. scenes would pass and we'd be like, and April would be like, hey, did they just bungee jump? Hey, and no, are like, they in Paris? Yeah. And it's is, like, we're 30 minutes into the movie, This April. is just like that time when I watched Jurassic World 2 and I was really tired and I really liked it. <laughs> so wait, it wait, might have did, something to do with my mood. Did you have a double nightmare like that happens in this movie where yeah. you, you're watching, you're like, American <laughs> World in Paris, here we go. And you fell asleep and you dreamed a better movie. And, and then, then Julie Delphi was like getting her boobs out. Yeah, yeah, which happens in this film. She is slumming it in this movie. You're better than this, Julie Delphi. Uh, listen, people have bills to pay. Yeah, it's true. She's not even good in it, though. No, she's not. It's like no. she's not. Maybe she's not trying. Sort of like, is she yeah. French? Yeah, oh, yeah. She, so <laughs> that's like, a yeah, that's so that's a real, real accent. accent. <laughs> I've never seen her in anything. I don't think so. Uh, before Sunrise. Yeah. <laughs> but what, what else has she been in other than that? Those uh, movies. Before uh, she's in <laughs> Avengers: Age of Ultron in one scene. What? Whoa, okay. she's not. Yeah, she is in the flashback that the Black Widow has. She's the Black Widow's teacher. Get out of town. Are yep. you serious? Listen, people have bills to pay. Speaking of slumming the residuals it. of American Wealth in Paris are not paying that summer home off. I wonder anymore. if she's going to yeah. be in the. In no, the if no, they no, do a, she's not. If they do a Black Widow like spinoff or oh, something. I don't know. Maybe she's got. She needs to buy another uh, cottage. I guess. I've been waiting oh. for a Black Widow spinoff for years. Well, they're making one. It's oh, on the schedule, oh, apparently. Okay, uh, so my favorite part <laughs> is the like the grains of sand of practical effects that you get in this movie. The odd grain of sand. Yeah, because there are some werewolves kind of like heads moving around and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? No, my favorite part is the werewolf design. And Ugh. this is kind of breaking the rules Ugh. of this podcast. But it is... You're a dunk- choice. You're dunking on the on the design. <laughs> I had to do straight face. This like, is- <laughs> no, no, my favorite part was the practical effects because there are like some like the werewolf heads like ripping people's throats. Yeah, out. they're few and far between though, which, which I. Uh, but they weren't shot to focus on the practical effects. No, they're no. done in wides. It's definitely a VFX person was like, oh yeah, we can do that. And the director's like, okay, if you say you can. Yeah, we. And they didn't know until way later that but they it made is a huge so mistake. Bad. Are, <laughs> the worlds are so bald. They're, I have oh. a feeling it's just one of those things. It's kind of like they're bald from some angles or something. It's like, I have a feeling they're just like, we can't render this many hairs. So we have to make them kind of like threadbare. So yeah. they're, they're, they're mostly just sort of skin with like. 
I don't know, this haze of fur over them. It's very but weird. There was a, a big perspective issues with these werewolves where uh, they never looked like they were in the scene that they were in. Well, it was basically... Well, they have no shadows. <laughs> the lighting yeah. on them was so bad, and there was no interaction between them and the ground at all. So there's no contact mm-hmm. shadows, no cast shadows mm-hmm. from anything. So they just looked like they were hovering over the ground. The animation was... Just terrible. Especially when two of them were fighting. Oh, that was, I was laughing my ass that off. That was by far the worst. Yeah, they were kind of yeah. rolling around. Uh, <laughs> like bald. These two bald, things. like skin looking things, <laughs> yeah. like scrotums, like kind of rolling around. It's like, oh, it's so, yeah. Just terrible. Really bad. But there were like some practical effects in this that were yeah, good. Yeah. Like, remember, um, much like the first movie, there are ghosts that come back. Not exactly ghosts, but mm-hmm. the main character kills these people one's his best friend and one's this woman that she meets he meets um mm-hmm. julie bowen from modern family uh, bowen oh, the anyway worst performer in this film well, what is she doing she's, she's trying but she goes like way over the top but anyway the the like um makeup for because they're all like shredded up and stuff yeah and they kind of rot as the movie yeah goes. and i thought that that looked actually really good there's this scene where she blows her eye out that that came out wrong oh but, and then uh, she's like <laughs> No, she's she trying pop- to she's trying to whistle she or pops something. Her eye out. And then yeah. her eyeball like pops out, which I'm is kind of funny. I mean, but all the dead like frighteners like appearances in this film, yeah. they make no sense compared to what happened before. Yeah. Now no. if you just kill the werewolf, they're fine. They disappear. Yeah, they disappear like uh, uh, Thanos's victims at the end of Infinity <laughs> yeah, War. Yeah, it's true. It's like the same effect. And uh, if you also kill the werewolf that made you and eat its heart, you're fine. Yeah, so Julie Delpy, I guess, bites the lead guy, mm. and uh, that's her thing at the end of the movie. She's like, kill me and cut my heart out, and then eat me, and you'll be lifted of the curse of and the wolf. And he is like, I can't <laughs> do it. Wolf. But like, our lead character, he's like spineless, and he has oh, like no... He has Even after cur- like almost sh- like killing his love, I guess, and yeah. he's such like a dum-dum. She's like, kill me, kill me. And he's like, I, I don't know if I can do it. And then he runs away and like slips on a banana peel, I guess. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, he oh, slides idiot. down. Yeah, but it's like uh, he, the cops are chasing him and he's about to kill Julie Delphi. And he's like, uh, I gotta go. They'll take care of you. Bye. And then, <laughs> yeah, he ends up being chased by like another werewolf, which gets immediately hit by a train and that's it. Yeah, well, that's which it. turns out to be the king werewolf, who actually is the one that bit our Julie Delphi. Oh. Or at least that's implied. That's right, because he sees the wound from the spike that he impaled him with earlier. Yeah, so at the end, uh, There's a big fight good. on a train. Yeah, and um, that didn't look so hot. Uh, yeah, so this <laughs> is, uh, you know, mostly the werewolves are kind of in these catacombs and... They're not poor, they're not in shadows. They're, they're not like in right shadow. Yeah, there are no shadows on these werewolves. <laughs> That's the issue, you know. If yeah. they had made it darker and moodier and showed less of them, it would have been way more effective. But it's just right there, and it's like yeah. it's like reboot level animation at times. Yeah, e- even for this time, this was really, really, really bad. And little bit of trivia about these werewolves: they were done by Santa Barbara Studios. And uh, so I worked on the movie Spawn, and I think, mm-hmm. uh, Justin, I was telling you this earlier. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, the best part about Spawn, I think everybody, we can all agree that it was the uh, devil at the end, uh, <laughs> yeah, Mal- the Mal- Malboja, yeah. or whatever yeah. his name was. Big old close-up in the movie. Yeah. The fakest-looking CGI. <laughs> He's talking to Spawn. 
so basically, uh, Spawn, that Malbogia demon, was actually supposed to be a practical puppet. And I was showing you uh, mm-hmm. a picture of that earlier. And I guess for some reason the puppet didn't look good or whatever. So they decided, like, with two weeks to go before Spawn was released, that they were going to redo this character with CG. Totally CGI. Totally character. CGI. They had no time and no money. So they went, uh, I guess the producer, uh, Clint, knew somebody at Santa Barbara Studios. And they're like, hey, we're just finished or we're working on this American werewolf in Paris. So they took the model of the werewolf and just sort of like, Scrunched it and scrunched it up, uh, and basically reused it for that demon. <laughs> so that demon oh, you see, is... I thought you were saying it was the other way around. Yeah, no, I thought no. it was the other way around. <laughs> you used the demon, no, the to demon make the werewolf. the werewolf. No, no, no. I was like that. That's like taking a turd <laughs> and making a worse <laughs> turd, <laughs> just shitting on it again. No, yeah. so yeah, that demon. Basically, that uh, demon in Spawn was yeah, just like a. a werewolf from this movie that they kind of like pushed and pulled to to change it a bit and it was all done for free on weekends in like a couple of weeks just like as a favor as a favor and basically we were at the premiere and met the producer and he's like we didn't know until like a day ago if we were even going to have a hell sequence in this movie so something that was reused from something else that was done over in the weekends as a favor Mm -hmm. Became on the cover of Cinefix magazine. Yeah, yeah. Cinefix. 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 I don't know the number, but uh, you can look it up. It is not the werewolf. I feel this like is, American Werewolf in Paris would have probably made the cover of Cinefix uh, as well. I wonder. Well, that looked better, even though it's still terrible. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, it is probably. If you ask anybody about Cinefix, this is like an industry magazine where you know they show the before mm. and afters and kind of go through the making of all these big movies. That is probably, without a doubt, the worst cover. I mean, could you have a worse cover than that? Uh, you, no. It's like the worst CG. It is, it is the worst. How could anybody look at that and go, let's put that on the cover? Wouldn't you put like any of the practical it, effects it doesn't in even Spawn? Hold, like Violator yeah. or anything? Like, you yeah. know, the stuff that was done by ILM. That was it like someone good? that was quitting that's like, ah, just put it on the cover. Yeah, like, exactly. Somebody wanted to screw somebody else. I wonder if yeah. they just like uh, set it aside. All right, you know, we're going to put the demon from Spawn on the cover. And they probably made the violator and then somebody picked this demon and like, yeah hey, go, they boss. put it away like this is the one photo we don't want to use and then it like makes it on the cover or and maybe it, it was a joke and it got sent to the wrong person and then oh uh, it's already printed yeah it doesn't even hold up at print res you can see its hair is all pixelated and it looks it looks <laughs> so bad you can like you can just google it wait wait really so funny. what's your favorite part of american world from paris oh jesus there's gotta be something well be okay something. there's a couple little uh, just absurd scenes. So the first time he goes to meet Julie Delpy, he kind of catches her uh, jumping off the uh, Eiffel Tower mm-hmm. and he, uh, her shoe comes off. So he's like kind of spends like, I don't know, 30 minutes of the movie trying to get the stalking shoe back. Her. Stalking her and trying to get yep. her shoe back. So he meets her in a cafe and uh, his friends are kind of at another table hiding behind menus, you know, waiting. Because it's wacky. He's like, yo, you're going to get laid, bro. Wacky and, hijinks. Uh, so <laughs> she's like, are you trying to like bone me and he's like no and then he pulls something out of his shirt and all these condoms like fly out all over the table mm-hmm. and then he's like oh it's just bubble gum and he starts eating one of the condoms yeah and she goes classic. why don't you blow a big bubble for me it's a custom in paris if you're trying to impress the girl you blow the biggest bubble that you can julie delphi in this movie goes from being like sarcastic and smart to like really dumb yeah, yeah. like from scene to scene yeah and so he starts blowing this bubble of the condom and then uh he blows it up and then uh lets it go and it just sort of went, goes 
<laughs> and CG effect. CG effect. It was actually pretty well animated, and it kind of lands in a guy's bowl in the background. Oh, <laughs> it, tur- it turns into a cartoon. Yeah, and then there is one <laughs> one other thing when he wakes up in Julie Delpy's house. Uh, I think at one point after he's been bitten, and he meets Julie Delpy's mom, which is like a, a rotting corpse. He his reaction is to jump out of a window. It's like on the second floor of this gigantic house, and he smashes right through this window uh, they pull the old Texas switch he falls in the background he gets up from behind a bush and runs away yeah it's great like, stuff it's like you'd be dead oh uh, I didn't understand what you were saying that was but it's, it's when like it's a stunt a, man right falls, yeah and then like the actor will <laughs> jump out from behind something <laughs> to make it look like that he's it's one, one continuous yeah. move well you know I'm calling it right now it's always funny when a character jumps through a window <laughs> hereditary funny um, <laughs> what <laughs> I haven't seen hereditary oh well too spooky it involves a character jumping out a window at one Mm. point and it's hilarious (laughs) but also scary it's at the very end come on he sees something and then he jumps out the window oh well y'all who've seen the hereditary know what i'm talking (laughs) about we just did the texas switch right there (laughs) yeah y'all know what i'm talking about um also the very end of this movie um, it ends in I'm the cheesiest, in the, oh, yeah, the cheesiest way possible. Where, because it like, you know, it starts to fade out, and I'm like, oh my god! And then it cuts. It says many full moons later, <laughs> and then I'm like, it's gonna be them getting married, and it is, and they're on the top of a of a building. Do you don't know? And then uh, they're like, someone's coming. Get the ring, because the surviving friend has the ring, and then it falls, and it falls over the edge, and they're like. No, so they jump and they're bungee jumping on the Statue, Statue of, Liberty. of Liberty. Should have been the CN Tower, right? Man, yeah. not in a post 9 11 world. No, yeah. no. But it looks so, but like, I mean, I this looks worse than the wolves. This was hilarious. No, I, I don't know, I about, don't know that. about that. The wolves but look real bad. This, this looks, this is funny. This is like, I was laughing quite a bit at this scene. It's just, ridiculous. it was a hilarious way to end it. It's such like a, no one in the audience could be like, yeah. And then, it, and then what is it? You see, yeah, as soon as it cut to credits, you were fist pumping and going, yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, the first good. credit is like, visual effects by Santa Barbara Studios. Well, you know, and then just everybody a, going, boo. As annoying as this movie can be, I enjoyed it as a bit of a time capsule to the 90s, the late 90s. Oh, because man, is it ever. That style is all over this movie. Yeah. It's like a music video at times. Yeah. It uses like the, you know, like the, the slow motion, that's the slow, slow frame rate. Well, yeah. Why watch the this movie when you could watch Idle Hands instead? Yes, it's very similar to Idle Hands. And I was going to say like, yes, the original... Uh, American Werewolf in London was kind of a comedy. It had a, it had a comedic element to it, but mm-hmm. this is like way more, right? Oh, this, the this word is, we're looking for is broad. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. And also very broad. Lame. And it's like again, it's like who who is this for? It's they're trying to is is it like we got to get these new kids into this werewolf story? Yeah, it's I it's guess. geared towards like a teen audience at the time, and it's like let's yeah. put everything that's cool in this one movie. A hundred percent. That's yeah, what it is. and it's just so fucking awful and I don't I don't think the director even went on to do much no the this. director uh, he made a movie like two years later and yeah. then it was like eight years until he made a movie yeah. and he hasn't done anything since then it's not thrown good. in director jail even yeah. though that his uh, previous film Mute Witness which was an indie that he made is actually pretty fun that's pretty good yeah I so like that check it out check that out not this yeah this movie uh, I... uh, a bad movie classic <laughs> I think left your lips <laughs> yeah uh, no I, I, okay not an under- maybe not an undiscovered oh, she's classic oh now. now no <laughs> but uh, I 
I feel like no one's talked. I think I feel like the world forgot about this movie. As they should. <laughs> I did. I brought it to the table for this episode. Well, we couldn't even rent it off iTunes, so I assume you can buy it on DVD. I don't think it got oh, a Blu-ray. You can Blu-ray. definitely buy it on DVD. And I can imagine the case, too. It has, like, that purple thing on the top of it that, like, DVDs used to have. Oh, no. Yeah. I hope it has commentary with the director. Oh. No, no, I'm guessing it has, like, a bare bones DVD. It's probably just one commentary it track is. from the effects guy. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we built seven exoskeleton <laughs> models for this bad boy. But, yeah. but like, we had like you know, six CG hairs on each werewolf. I can't, I don't know if I could say like, yeah, buy it off Amazon. But if this happens did. to be, yeah, if this is Cut like, it, on, if this is on a streaming service that you have and you're curious, I would recommend it as a, as an, an anomaly of the time. And it was, it was funny. I thought it was funny. Uh, I did not laugh once. Uh, <laughs> I, I grimaced a lot. I, I laughed, but not with it. Yeah, I, you know what? At when it. the Texas yeah, switch happened, it. I was happy. Uh, that was pretty funny. And uh, yeah, <laughs> y'all, the, the scene with the Gundam and the bungee jump wedding at the end, I got a yeah. lot of laughs. Nothing werewolf related. <laughs> Nothing werewolf related. Well, werewolves aren't funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're a real danger. So, yeah, I wonder how many CGI artists were like, you know, sent to an early grave because of all the overtime they. Put into this movie working yeah, on that's these sad. Um, oh, but uh, we also mentioned earlier Curse the Wolf on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. and you can also apparently rent or buy it from Len's website right Did oh yeah that? yeah that's right we went to uh, it's like Killer Wolf Films Killer Wolf Films um, yeah that's I saw right. you could like buy or rent it in HD I don't know how what it would if, look if, like yeah, in HD you know if it's going to be much better I watch but... it that way all right so uh, I guess this makes it for our wolf-tacular episode. Oh. And as we said, there are so <laughs> many low-budget werewolf movies out there. So mm. I think we should do one every month. Like <laughs> every month. Well, her, you know, a we've whole been, we've been, episode every month. We've been waiting on Lycan Colony because it's not available anywhere. Oh yeah, but Lycan Colony was just released on Amazon Prime in the U.S. In the so US. if you have Amazon Prime U.S. You gotta watch You're that, so you lucky. You have and to watch that. And by you guys, movie. I mean, I'm talking to you, the audience. Well, yeah. I mean, we could all we could always watch Eyes of the Werewolf, where a guy gets an operation and gets werewolfied, which makes <laughs> him into a werewolf. That sounds great. Someone mentioned some movie called My Mother's a Werewolf, which is uh, also apparently really bad. Uh, was it was it a movie or was that? Person saying that their mother is a werewolf. Like, my mother is a, is a werewolf. That sounds like a great movie. It's uh, uh, one of the Howling movies. There's one where they're oh, at yeah. a circus. Um, I've never seen Howling. Werewolf movie. in a woman's prison. There's so many. Yeah, um, so many. Or maybe we'll save it for Halloween. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll never do a werewolf film again. Uh, <laughs> We're yeah, unpredictable it, that way. It's, <laughs> it's possible. Um, but if you want to donate to our Patreon, uh, we're going to have a draw at the $2 level. You can be submitted to Draw to Pick a Movie, and we're going to be having one uh, within a week from when this drops. So get in on that on the $2 level. And if you want to be on the $5 level, you can uh, get access to our... Uh, uh, li- uh, um, um, what do you get access Patreon. to? Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. You get Patreon episodes. You get access to our Patreon episodes, which are our mini episodes that come out every two weeks. And uh, if you want to, you can email us at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com. Or you can tweet at us at no such thing pod. And if you want to tweet at uh, me, I'm at April at Mansky. And don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube if you want. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. It's DeClueJ, D-E-C-L-O-U-X. You can follow me on letterbox.com. My name is just Justin the Clue. And you can listen to me every week on the Important Cinema Club. And that's importantcinemaclub.com. 
Always pimping your wares. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm Sergeant Zima, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A. And uh, on Instagram, I think it's Sergeant Zim, S-G-T-Z-I-M. And that's it for this week. Uh, thanks for joining us. I'm April Atmansky. I'm Justin LeClue. And I'm Colin Trevor. i Cunningham. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie. Oh! <laughs> <laughs>